Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome back. It's been a minute, right? <laughs> You're probably wondering, like, what's going on with George? He's been gone for a while. Wow. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without some tax tips to save, too. <laughs> well, I am back. We've been doing a lot, man. We've really been doing a lot. Uh, so first of all, I want to give everybody a couple minutes to come in while we're doing that. Get your iPads, iPhones, whatever it is you take your notes on before we get into the tax tip. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. We want you guys to go ahead and share the video. Be sure to give StreamYard permission to share your name uh, so that when you come in in the comments, I can see who you are. Let me know who you are and where you're tuning in from. Um, also... Um, when you share out the video, uh, invite some folks to uh, come in and take a look and see what we're doing up in here because it's been a minute and we're back. So where has George been? Hey, Mr. George, tell me where you've been. The boss been talking, man, the boss been talking. So, you know, you set out to do something and it starts to come to fruition and you got to get the work done. <laughs> you got to uh, go and harvest that thing. So I've been doing a lot of speaking engagements, still have quite a few left to go, but there's some important things going on in the tax world and we needed to update you guys. So I'm dropping in, I'm recommitting to the uh, content amongst some other stuff that uh, I'll be doing uh, over the, really over the rest of this year. So yeah, I look forward to the books, the comic strip, uh, I got another little piece of news I'll be holding on for a while because it'll take a year or so to get there. But I'm excited. I'm excited. And I want to thank you guys for supporting the show. I want to thank you guys for supporting me, your Texas tax expert. And we're going to go ahead and give you a little bit of the business with this uh, new tax update. And if you didn't know, hey, now you know. So you've probably heard by now that there's a uh, change in the mileage deduction. And everybody has been blowing me up trying to figure out, well, what's the best way to go about this thing? And ironically enough, you know, for business owners, it's always strange at the end of the year, I could tell the ones that didn't keep up with their mileage because like, well, what's your mileage? And start looking up at the ceiling like it's up there or something. <laughs> That's not how none of this works. You should have a mileage log that you keep contemporaneously every single time that you dot out of your office or your home. But I'm coming to understand that when this came up, a lot of people really didn't understand the rules about mileage. So first I get asked all the time, well, what's the best app to use? I don't endorse any apps. They all kind of do the same thing and none of them quite do everything for you. So first we're going to give you the rules about how you should keep your mileage. Then we're going to get into whether or not that's enough because a lot of you are missing out on a lot of money because you're just not doing enough. So first and foremost, Let's say you have your office or a place that you work at. Your uh, mileage from home to there, that is not deductible. You don't have to track that. 
your mileage if you have a home base office and you go on site somewhere here and there to meet with people or what have you, even if it's a secondary office where you are meeting with people, that you can actually deduct. But you also have to keep up with uh, the to and from, who you met with, the purpose of the meeting, etc. in order to have accurate logs, because if you're audited, this is what's going to come up. Um, and it's the easiest thing to pick on because a lot of people may keep gas receipts or what have you, but unless you're using your vehicle 100% in your business, what are we really doing with the gas receipts, right? So it's important to know that. Also, there are some other things that come into play when we start to talk about mileage and whatnot. So let's say you did track your miles and you did it flawlessly, right? And at the end of the year, you say you had 10,000 miles that you drove for business and another four or 5,000 that you drove for, or let's say another 10,000 that you drove personally. So there's another method to get a deduction called actual expenses. And unless you've been dealing with a really qualified tax professional, you probably haven't heard of it. They probably didn't ask you because it's really easy to just plug in numbers for miles, you know, especially when you guys are pulling them out of the air and making them up anyway, or whatever. So, you know, the softwares kind of do that thing for you, whatever it doesn't require all of the different calculations as the actual expense model. And I want to tell you guys about that because here's where you're probably missing out on some money. Now, first and foremost, if you use your vehicle less than 50% in your business, you cannot use the actual expense model. You have to use mileage, okay? If you're leasing your vehicle, you can't use the actual expense model. You have to use mileage, okay? But if you're using your vehicle over 50% of the time, it's really worth doing the computation because here's what you're gonna find. We just had an increase to where it's 62 cents a mile. That's to kind of try to keep up with a little bit of the gas hike or what have you. Um, and when you really break down that calculation, it's like, hey, it's not a big old deal, but it is something and it does help. But what will probably help more is your actual expenses where you're racking up the cost of your gas, your oil changes, especially if your car is a little seasoned. <laughs> There's a greater value there because if you have a newer car, then you probably don't have a lot of repair costs and maintenance costs and things of that nature. But then certain industries, you do have some other expenses that kind of come into play on that. Take, for instance, if you're doing ride share like Uber or Lyft, or if you're doing uh, your real estate agent, right? Um, you guys are constantly in your vehicles. You guys are spending a good chunk of change keeping that vehicle uh, cleaned in detail, you know, which is an expense all of itself. So you want to keep track of all of your expenses as well as your mileage, because when you compare the two, sometimes actual expenses may come out to a better deduction for you. More often than not, the mileage deduction is kind of on pace with it. But here's where the big benefit comes in at. Y'all ready for this? If you elect to use the standard mileage deduction, you cannot 
use what we call depreciation. Now, I know a lot of you had an issue with uh, Donald J. the Trump, but in his tax plan in the TCJA, one of the things that he did was put forth the 100% special depreciation. And what that did for taxpayers was in the year you put a vehicle or any other equipment for that matter into service, you were able to take the full deduction for the cost of that uh, vehicle or that equipment rather than depreciating it over the life of the asset. So this gave you a larger deduction right up front. That was huge. Well, here's the thing. That special deduction is going to start to phase out after this year. So give you a hint. If you were on the fence about getting a new car before the interest rate goes up again <laughs> and before that deduction starts to wind down, I think it's scaling back to 80% in 2023 and then just starts to phase down after that back to the original uh, 50%. So this year, 2022 is a great time to go ahead and purchase a vehicle to put into your business for that reason. Because when you couple those depreciation uh, deductions with those actual expenses, almost 100% of the time is going to come out better than the mileage. Now, here's the catch 22. There are some other considerations. Case in point, uh, you started your business this year and you have an older car. You can't take the cost of what you paid for a car back in 2007. You're going to take the fair market value of the car. So in that case, you know you may be getting another vehicle as soon as possible. You may not want to take depreciation right up front and go ahead and use the mileage deduction. reason why, if you start to use depreciation, you have to use it for the life of that vehicle, which is five years, and it probably won't make it five years. Then you have to do depreciation recapture, which is a whole nother conversation. So going back to what's what, right now, uh, as of July 1st, the standard mileage deduction went up to 62 cents per mile. Very important that you separate the first part of the year from the second part of the year. If you haven't done that yet, it's okay because you probably uh, had your four-day weekend and whatnot, didn't do much on Friday. So go out and record your miles, make that the first half of the year, and then keep track of your mileage to the second half for the second half of the year. But going forward, always keep track of your other expenses as well, because the percentage of use of your business vehicle is the percentage of your total expenses that you'll be able to deduct. And you want to have a side-by-side -side comparison that uh, really tells you the best way to go. Um, now, of course, if you elect uh, to do depreciation and everything in a full year, you have to stick with that method until the vehicle is completely depreciated. So keep that in mind. If you guys have any other questions on actual uh, expenses versus standard mileage, you want to go ahead and give us a call. And I'm looking for this uh, plug-in right here. It's been a minute. So I kind of lost my familiarity with things. Oh, it's over here in the uh, banner. Here we go. So you guys can hit us on the website, uh, EliteFinancial.com slash appointments. You can also give us a call at 866 2 elite 8 
and ask any questions you have. Also look forward uh, to an upcoming article in the Wall Street Journal where I go a little bit deeper into the mileage versus uh, actual expenses. More on that once I get the details on when it will be published. Uh, we just finished that interview today, so I'll give you guys the details over the next couple of days. But in there, we go a lot deeper, give some examples. Also, uh, be on the lookout if you are in the tax industry, tax or accounting industry. I am the opening speaker for the IRS Tax Forum. Uh, we will be talking about um, considerations uh, and advisory uh, considerations for recommending S-Cores because there's too many people running around talking about S-Cores now the way y'all used to talk about LLCs um, and without considering all the different variables to that. So we're going to put uh, into a little bit of that. I'm uh, working with them to find out what type of repurposing I'll be able to do, if any, to bring that to uh, my non-tax professional audience. But yep, a lot going on for us uh, this year. Uh, look for us in almost every possible venue. Also, if you're just getting into the industry or you're looking to grow your practice and you're in the tax industry, be sure to catch us. In Atlanta, July 28th through the 30th for the uh, ABTP tax conference. I'll be speaking there as well. And the uh, founder of the conference told me that uh, I don't have any rules. I could just kind of do my thing. So we're coming with nothing but fire for that one. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next trip. This has been your tax tips. Stay tuned uh, tomorrow where we're going to bring you Boss Motivation. And of course, on Friday, we're going to bring you the uh, five minutes of fire. Talk to you soon. Boss, he's